we're analyzing Barrick Gold, stock ticker G-O-L-D, Gold, to see if its market price is a fair value. We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating an intrinsic value for Barrick Gold. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Barrick Gold for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Barrick Gold stock performance. Barrick Gold currently trades for $20.05 per share. In the last year, their stock price is down 21.5%. In the last five years, the company is compounding at a rate of 8% annually. Over the last 10 years, their stock price is almost flat. They're just down 2% during this time. Going back prior to the global financial crisis, Barrick Gold is down 15.5% overall. The company has been cyclical throughout this time. The business is up more than three times from their lows in September of 2015. Currently, Barrick Gold pays an above average 2.3% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield during this time is in addition to these compounded annual returns in their stock price. Barrick Gold trades $6 below their 52-week high. The company is up $7 from their 52-week low. 2% of their shares outstanding are sold short. Barrick Gold is a Canadian business. They have a 47 billion Canadian dollar market cap, which is about 35 billion US dollars. But why should we be paying attention to Barrick Gold? Barrick Gold is engaged in producing and selling gold and copper, as well as related activities activities such as exploration and mine development. The company sells its gold and copper into the world market. The company's segments consist of nine gold mines. It generates maximum revenue from its Carlin mine. Geographically, Barrick Gold derives a majority of its revenue from the United States. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. There are two key reasons for this. Over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. These business returns will be captured here by return on capital. The average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. By looking for a benchmark that's double this, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. Barrett Gold is a commodity miner, meaning their returns on capital are likely to be cyclical in nature and will fluctuate with the price of their commodity, in this case gold. Their returns have improved over this time. In their most recent fiscal year, the company earned just under 9% returns on capital. Averaged out, Barrick Gold's earning about 9.3% returns on capital in a given year. While this is a couple percentage points above a typical business, this is well below our benchmark, meaning this is an X starting on metric number one for Barrick Gold. Metric number two, we're looking at a high-level overview of their growth. We want to see revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing. All three of these have to be up for this to be a check. In the last five years, Barrick Gold has grown their revenues by 52%. Their net incomes have gone from being negative to they are positive. There were a variety of reasons why they were negative in 2018. That was the only year throughout this time frame where they were negative. And Barrick Gold has grown their free cash flows by 18%. All three of these are up. This is strong growth for Barrick Gold. And this is our first check of the day on metric number two. Metric number three, we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in Barrick Gold by looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. Barrick Gold has swung their earnings from being negative in 2018 to their positive today. This means their earnings per share are up. One thing to be mindful of here, Barrick Gold has diluted existing shareholders by 52% during this time frame. The overwhelming majority of this dilution came in their fiscal 2019. This was the result of an all-stock merger with Rand Gold Resources in a deal that was valued at $6.5 billion. 
that's the reason their shares outstanding are up so significantly over this time. If you're interested in the business, you'd want to dig in and understand if that acquisition was value accretive for long-term shareholders. Regardless, this is a check on metric number three, and we are two for three for Barrett Gold so far. Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. Barrett Gold's free cash flows have grown by 18% over this time. However, their shareholder dilution outpaces this growth in their cash flows. This means that Barrett Gold has actually decreased the amount of cash flow per share that they're producing. This is an X on metric number four. This could be a sign that that merger potentially destroyed value for shareholders. That's something to be mindful of here. Recapping where we stand currently, through our first four metrics, we are split evenly. We have two checks and two Xs for Barrett Gold. In metric number five, we're evaluating how the business uses debt. During economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are likely at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. We want Barrick Gold's net debt to be below the amount of free cash flow that the business has produced in their last five years. Barrick Gold currently has $810 million in net debt. They've reduced their net debt position throughout this time, and they've been cash flow positive in all five of these years. Barrick Gold has produced $7.2 billion worth of free cash flow in the last five years. Their cash flows are way more than an Enough to be able to comfortably support their net debt position. While their free cash flows have been coming down since 2020, even at today's current free cash flows, they'd be able to pay off all of their net debt with just two years worth of those. This is a strong check on metric number five for Barrett Gold, as the company seems strongly cash flow generative relative to the debt that they're using in their business. Metric number six, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will provide us with a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It may also offer a potential starting point for a fair value of Barrick Gold. Barrick Gold currently has about a $45 billion total enterprise value. This takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. It gives us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if Barrick Gold were a private company. As we learned in their last five years, the company has produced $7.2 billion in free cash flow, meaning Barrick Gold produces $1.4 billion of free cash flow in an average year. When we divide that by their nearly $45 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 3% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for Barrick Gold. Worth being aware of, the company has produced only $432 million of free cash flow in their most recent fiscal year. When that's divided by their $45 billion total enterprise value, that only gives us a 1% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for Barrick gold. Both of these are coming in below the yield of the 10-year treasury and well below the risk premium we'd be seeking, meaning we're off here on metric number six. This is an X. Just because this is the case doesn't mean you toss this business out. This is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. It's not financial advice. You'll want to stick around as we perform our discounted cash flow analysis to come to a more concrete estimate of their fair value before we give a final rating to the business. But the burning question is, what's our bonus metric? As our bonus, we're looking at Barrick Gold's dividend profile. Barrick Gold pays out a 2.3% dividend yield, which is above average right now. The company's grown their dividends in all five of the last years, and they've supported their dividend payouts with their free cash flows in four of these five years. The business runs into a bit of trouble in their most recent fiscal year, where they were not able to support their dividends with their free cash flows, and they still grew these dividends. This could potentially be a concern here if you're interested in the business for its dividend payouts. It's worth being mindful that this is a cyclical business, so its dividends may not be as steady as the dividends of some other types of companies. This is also a snapshot of their last five years of performance, and it's no guarantee for future performance of the business.
Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Barrick Gold, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for Barrick Gold. A discounted cash flow model is based off the predictability of a company's free cash flows. It's just like any model in any discipline, its outputs will be sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of their free cash flows in their last five years, then we're using historical growth assumptions to project these into the future. It's up to you to do your own homework to determine if these are accurate and applicable going forward for Barrick Gold. If we assume they keep their average free cash flows the same for the next 10 years, then these decline at a rate of 2% annually for the 10 years out from there. Adding in their tangible book value, which gives us an estimate of their tangible net worth, if we were seeking a 15% rate of return, which is the rate of return Warren Buffett is looking for from his investments, in addition to his margin of safety requirements, from today's valuations of Barrick Gold, it looks like a potential fair intrinsic value is around $16 per share. That's $4 below the business's current stock price. It's well within the range of their 52-week low. There are some key points to be mindful of. We would not be doubly counting their dividends. These would be included in this 15% rate of return. Barrick Gold also has had a low degree of business predictability in its past. They are a cyclical commodity producer that can affect these assumptions as well. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, consult with your financial advisor. Enjoy just a minute, we'll give our final rating to Barrick Gold, but we have to address something first. What are the qualitative aspects of the business? Starting with the qualitative factors supporting a potential long thesis of Barrick Gold, number one, gold companies tend not to follow general economic cycles, though they are cyclical. They may also provide a hedge to inflation risk. Number two, Barrick's unified Nevada operations will help boost the performance of the world-class mines. Number three, Barrick's portfolio of mines helps diversify mine-specific and geopolitical risk that many gold miners face. Then for the qualitative points supporting a potential short thesis, number one, investors looking for gold exposure can skirt company-specific risks by investing in gold-backed exchange-traded funds. Number two, the risk of falling gold prices could overshadow any operational improvements the company can execute on. Number three, Barrick lacks significant future production growth in its pipeline. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of the business. Now it's time for our rating. In analyzing Barrick Gold Corp, ticker symbol G-O-L-D, gold, we learn the business earns above average returns on capital, but below the benchmark we were looking for. They've grown their revenues, net incomes, and free cash flows in the last five years. Because of their $6.5 billion acquisition in their fiscal 2019, they've diluted shareholders by more than 50%. However, the company's paid down their net debt position. It looks like they're strongly cash flow generative relative to the debt they're using on both an average and a current basis of their free cash flow to their enterprise value yield. That was coming in below the yield of the 10-year treasury. Barrick Gold has also supported their dividends in four of the last five years, but not in their most recent fiscal year. They've grown their dividend throughout this time, so this is something to be mindful of here. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, if you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions, if you were seeking a 15% rate of return from today's valuations of Barrick Gold, it looks like an estimate for their fair intrinsic value is around $16 per share. The company was most recently at that price in March of 2023. Keep in mind the factors we mentioned as as to why this may not be accurate for the business. It's worth reiterating, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. With all the factors of our analysis in mind, it looks like Barrick Gold is a moderate candidate for further research. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Barrick Gold with me and have a great day.